Hey guys, welcome to the final episode of Hype for this semester. Um, week 13 is here. We finally made it. I know a lot of you still are drowning in assessment and stuff, but you know, the end is near. I'm here today with Emma. Hey everyone. Um, Emma hasn't been back in since last season, so she's a little rusty, she says, but mm-hmm. I think she'll be fine. Yeah. How's your semester been? Oh, my semester. Well, uh, <laughs> that's fine. That about explains it, yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it, just guys. Awkward, <laughs> just awkward silence, really. <laughs> That's probably everyone's semester. I think semester two is the one where you're sort of like, your goals are starting to sort of go downhill a bit, you know. It's getting towards the end of the year, so you're sort of like, oh, remember all my resolutions that I've sort of forgotten about now? The Maybe optim- I should try and salvage them. The optimism drastically transforms to realism very quickly in <laughs> it semester does, two. It does, it does. It's like at the start, you're like, oh, so maybe this year I should try going to, you know, doing some form of exercise every single day. And then it's like, oh, maybe twice a week. Oh, maybe like once a month. Oh, and it's just going to walk to the fridge. <laughs> exactly. That's enough. So today we're going to do a little segment called In Case You Missed It. And the acronym for this is ICYMI, which you might have seen around. Um, Jessie, one of our producers, she didn't really know what it was. So I thought I would just explain. It's called In Case You Missed It. Um, So it's a little segment where we just talk about stuff that's been on the news and things like that. So do you want to start off with our first topic? So a topic that's really been in the news recently, which I'm sure you would have heard a lot about, is the Lisa Wilkinson pay yeah, issue yeah. that's going on here. So she left Channel 9 and now she's on the project and there has been a massive uproar because her reason for leaving was the pay gap that she was having with her other co-host, Carl Stefanovic. So that was a really, really big issue and it was sort of brought to light with a lot of other issues that were happening in the media as well and that includes the Harvey Weinstein scandal and um, even Dave Hughes, who was a radio host, he started to speak out about that as well and the pay gap with his co-host. So all that discussion was really brought up last week, which I think has been really, really healthy and generated some really good debates. It's definitely good because people are starting to speak up and people are starting to talk about it and I think one of the biggest points that Dave Hughes made was he said you know feminism starts with men and it's sort of it doesn't you know ladies can obviously we can speak up about it and we can say you know I should get paid more blah 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 but if your male counterpart says you know what actually yeah this is wrong and Dave Hughes actually is accepting a lower salary than what he was getting but um, he doesn't mind because it means that it's equality and he'll be getting the same as his female counterpart Kate so I think yeah it's a really good conversation starter and a lot of other people around Australia and the world are um, starting to say hey you know what yeah this is something we should talk about and this is something that should be brought to light so go Lisa she started uh, a snowball effect today yeah (laughs) but yeah I for that I think one of the issues really is that it just isn't spoken about you know it's just swept under the carpet no one really wants to talk about it just in general because pay pay gaps are sort of just it's an awkward thing to talk about yeah you know you don't go to your job and you're like oh what do you get paid what do you get yeah exactly it's just sort of you go to your job you do your job and then that's that and I think people sort of um started to realize after Lisa stepped down and it was so abrupt and it was so but stuff like that's got to happen you know it wasn't and I like how it wasn't staged and it wasn't like oh you know you'll just finish till the end of the year or you'll do this she was like no enough is enough and that was it 
So it's interesting because it really looked like Lisa was in the perfect position. Yeah. You know, her relationship yeah. with Carl Stefanovic on air. Yeah. Their on air chemistry was just amazing. And then just to step back yeah. from all of that is really just yeah. a wow factor, like a real eye opener for it people. Is, it is. And I'm sure it was a real eye opener for Channel 9 as well. Yeah, all the co hosts and other TV presenters, they were quite shocked too. They had a little segment for Lisa, you know, saying goodbye and stuff, but it looked like it was sort of rushed to put together. And that just shows how. Um, unstaged I guess it was you know Lisa was just put a foot down and that was that yeah it's kind of sad because she um I don't know if any of you guys know this or in the journalism loop but she offered an internship for young journalists to go on the Today Show next year for a week um part of her 10 year like I've been on the Today Show for 10 years so I'm gonna you know give back to the community and she put out a competition for 10 young journalists and you get to go to the Today Show for a week and see how it all works I know I applied and I was like oh well I guess that's not <laughs> happening anymore because she's not on the Today Show anymore oh, so that's right but actually one of the girls from QUT did get one of those internship oh, positions oh really Zeresha. that's so cool yeah, so yeah. shout out to you Zeresha you are oh, an go, amazing girl. Journalist. That's yeah. so good. Do, do they know what's happening with that anymore? Like, are they? Oh no, they were just as shocked as we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, I'm part of a big journalism page because I study journalism. Yeah, just like you do now. <laughs> and everyone was really, really shocked about it. It's like, crazy. it's just shaking the whole community. Yeah, it is <laughs> down to its core. <laughs> but you know, as as it should be, it's time to stop having these issues just being swept under the rug or being talked about quietly. And I can just imagine all the production meetings that went on, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, she's not here. What are we gonna do?" You know. Um, but anyways, that was that. <laughs> in other news. I feel like um, a massive weight has just been lifted off my shoulder. I've been holding that in for so long. <laughs> Let it out, girl. Vent it out. Um, the Thor Ragnarok premiere was on the Gold Coast recently, and Ooh. a lot of celebs showed up at that. We thought Miley and Liam were there, but it was actually the LA premiere. Oh, um, close. <laughs> But there were heaps of um, celebs and stuff there, including, if some of you guys watched The Bachelorette, Apollo, he's actually um, the body double for the Hulk. So fun fact for you guys there. Oh, yeah, not no, just a pretty face. No surprises there <laughs> if you've watched Pretty it. body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a lot of um, Aussie celebs and stuff were there. And yeah, such a great event, like so good for the Australian creative community to have um, something of that scale happening on Australian soil. So that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. It's only last year that they were filming for the Thor movie. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. were filming in the city, and I remember a lot of people, you know, all the roads were blocked and oh. people went down to see Chris Hemsworth and oh, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, it was the biggest inconvenience. I live, right, <laughs> I live right next to where they were filming. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, the streets were closed for a really, really long time. Oh, wow. But imagine just all the all the people that brought down. There were crowds there every single day waiting yeah. for eight hours yeah. wow. just to get a selfie, which fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have done that too. <laughs> um, so coming up soon is Halloween. Do you have any plans for Halloween this year? I do, but I don't know what I'm going to get dressed up as. I know, it's so hard. I feel like... Um, so one of the costumes I've been seeing a lot when I've been doing my costume research mm-hmm. is characters from Stranger Things. Have you oh, seen that? No, it's I an awesome TV show. Um, the second season is actually coming back the end of this um, month. Oh, well, if you don't watch it, watch <laughs> it. It's a really awesome show. It's sort of set back in like the 70s kind of era and the costumes are awesome, the sets, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, some of the characters that I've seen from that, they're all it's all a kid cast, so they're all a lot younger, but they're awesome actors. Um, but yeah, some costumes from there you could take from, or oh. what else have you? It, if anyone wants to dress up as a clown. Oh gosh! <laughs> if you want to commit to all I that will makeup, not jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> Probably, I don't think you'll see a lot of it's around. Although the clown um, mm. 
thing did start back up after oh. the It movie came out. The movie itself wasn't that scary. I went really? and saw I it. Really? I didn't see it. Yeah, because it was... <laughs> I'm not a big scary movie fan, but I get dragged along with like my siblings and they're like, can you please come because it's, you know, MA15 plus. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, fine. And I sit there with like my eyes closed the entire time. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to look. But because it's a Stephen King story, the storyline's actually good, which is pretty uncommon for a lot of scary movies it's just jump scares and gory right, guts exactly. and stuff but this one actually had a pretty good storyline and they they did it pretty well yeah okay. so you could go with something from that movie or mm-hmm. um my costumes are usually like a pretty last minute thing but i'm, Fair I'm thinking of being really organized this year I, I did actually have an idea but i was a little <laughs> bit ashamed to say it um I want to dress up as an avocado. <laughs> an avocado? That's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. <laughs> I've seen, well, I've seen some really, really great posts on Instagram. So they get like a cardboard cutout, whatever, and they get a green like avocado outline. And then for the circle, they like cut it out. It's just it's your just stomach. A belly. Yeah. <laughs> but I've I'm also that. thinking of saving that for like, you know, like a really long time in the future when I'm like pregnant. <laughs> so like I actually have oh, like yeah, yeah. cuz <laughs> so the I one I saw was there. of a guy and he had like a massive yeah, beer belly. That's right. I saw that one. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I suppose it doesn't really work if you don't have like a That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on the cards, but maybe not. <laughs> so that's a pretty good idea. Um, Angus Song's in Perfect Songy. Yeah, that's she went as the Olive. I actually watched that video. That's such a good movie. That's such right, a good movie. There's really two types of people when it comes to yeah. Halloween yeah. costumes, yeah, it is, you know? it is. There's the, you know, sort of the ladies that like to wear minimal clothing <laughs> um, and take it in as an opportunity to show off their physique mm-hmm. in um, nurses, uh, nurse outfits, Doing good um, for the community. you know, <laughs> SWAT teams. I've seen a lot of those. Oh, yeah. I've seen Lime some, drop. yep, <laughs> Tomb Raider-esque kind of <laughs> costumes. Um, but, you know, and then I love the people who just go all out, though, who yeah. really put, th- you know, they didn't just put on a mini skirt and they're like, oh, I'm a nurse. But they actually <laughs> like they've been waiting for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of friends like that, and every year I'm like, I can't wait to see what you dress up as because they actually get really into it. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have any um, Halloween costume ideas, you know, comment on our post or let us know. And yeah, I've seen one good one. Or send us photos of your Halloween costumes, and we can feature those on our um, Instagram page. Yeah, I've got a good competition for you all. Um, If you can beat an avocado costume, (laughs) (laughs) good luck to you guys because it's a pretty good one. Jess and Jessie headed to our favourite convention, Oz Comic Con, again this year to check out what was going on on the showroom floor and, most importantly, to have a chat to some awesome guest stars. Now, we seem to be building up quite a Teen Wolf interview collection here at Hype. We chatted to one of the Carver twins last year and this year we talked to some daddies in both (laughs) sets of the word, guys. Oh, that was cringy to say. (laughs) We met Lyndon Ashby, who plays Sheriff Noah Stalinke and is one of the longest-running characters. That's right, he plays Styles' dad, meaning he gets to spend some quality time with Dylan O'Brien. Have a listen. So it's not often that parents play such a pivotal role in a teen show. Yeah. Um, did you expect the development over the seasons, or were you sort of expecting to be a much Well, more- I think what was nice is that uh, Jeff Davis made a, you know, he made a concerted effort, a conscious choice, to make these parents people. Yeah. You know, not these cardboard cutout that sort of move the plot along, and they're dumb, and they, you know, they... They're parents. They're they're real people. They have real problems. They have real conversations with their kids, and um, 
and I think that that was a, a, a choice that he he made from the very beginning, and uh, and it was great because you do, and too many times in teen dramas or whatever, the parents just sort of serve to move the plot along, or be dumb, or they're they're not fully fleshed out characters, and Jeff did that, and it was great. So you especially developed in season six, yep. but what season did you sort of really enjoy doing acting throughout? I thought that I thought we knew we were on to something. I think season one, um, and there's a scene with uh, where I'm Styles keeps pouring me drinks, yeah. and then I think I say I, I miss talking to you, and I, you know, I, and I miss your mom. And it was at that moment that Jeff went, okay, we got, you know, I know where we're going. Um, and so, yeah, I knew I knew we were on to something in the first season. And with that, do you more enjoy, you sort of get to play both sides of the comedic sort of side and the emotional side? Absolutely. Which one do you enjoy more? Both. <laughs> both, yeah. And do you think that um, you and Melissa will ever be a official couple you know i i i thought we were going that way and then <laughs> and then like with when claudia was came into the picture then uh they didn't have anything to do with melissa or jr and uh and they put them together and i'm like hang on claudia is not real <laughs> uh but yeah they got those two together and i was like shit <laughs> Ruined my plan. <laughs> yeah, no, because I mean, we we spent seasons building yeah. up to this, and then we didn't do it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't. That's one of the things I don't know why. Yeah. And I thought, you know, Jeff talked about that we would we were going to do a scene where the elevator door opens, and in that hospital, and I step in, and she's in there, and I just look at her, and just, <laughs> and, then the, and then the door closes, and that would be it. Um, but we never did it but yeah. I wish we had yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright that's about it thank, thank you, you so much, much. Oh, you guys are welcome get that get the recorder fixed we stayed in the Teen Wolf universe with our next guest he's played the baddest of the bads but we still love to watch him anyway Ian Bowen otherwise known as Peter Hale has been slaying the hot bad guy turned kind of good guy turned still bad guy but also a father game <laughs> check it out so Peter's had a lot of character development and changes over the season. Um, did you originally expect to be a continuing character? No. In fact, it was a total surprise when I read the last episode of season one and that Peter had, was killed. And yeah. I was mortified because no one had told me ahead of time. And I was terribly sad and I had made friends with everyone. And it wasn't until several months after the end of the season that they asked if we would like to come back and you know con continue Peter and so that was a great day yeah. um, but in the beginning I had no idea mm -hmm. so what was all the um, putting on the prosthetics both for the wolf side and for all your burns as well um, that's pretty much the same process they make what they call appliances out of this gel material and they mold it mm -hmm. they create their own custom ones and then they glue them to your face <laughs> and it just takes time and then they have to paint them and then it's just like layer upon layer and it's art for them they're they're sculpting and painting and like refining and it takes hours and hours and hours to make it look really cool so do you enjoy doing the straight villain side that you sort of had in season one or are you enjoying now doing the more snarky sort of antagonist sort of uh i like the more snarky antagonist yeah a bit looser 
Um, he's, it's just more fun. It's a, it's a, a more realized person um, that, that has wants and dreams and things, and he just chooses to go about them really oddly, as opposed to being completely homicidal and, and maniac. That's a simpler guy that's not as much fun. So what's the on-set atmosphere like? Um, it's, you know, it's great. It's gone from sort of like a college playhouse to a refined machine of people getting to work and so we just know what we're doing and it's sharpened and it's more condensed but everyone has a great time and uh, yeah so I'd say we've, we've just kind of fine-tuned it. So you've sort of gotten to have some more emotional scenes in the last couple of seasons with the whole father-daughter thing mm-hmm. evolving. Um, do you prefer doing that sort of thing? Is that a whole different I love the relationship with Malia, yeah. and it's a different set of words and circumstances that we, the two of us, Shelley and I, um, the girl who plays my daughter, that we find ourselves in. It's it's always a little bit different than the Teen Wolf world, um, and we find this it's a little sub world where we get to talk to each other and perform in a different way. Um, it's fun to explore, so we're always excited to see what the words are, so we know what they're looking for. Now our final guest will thrill the fantasy and the rom-com nerds alike. Not only did he work on the Vampire Diaries and have a guest role on the originals, he also co-starred in one of the best romantic comedies of this generation, Legally Blonde. Yep, we're chatting to Warner and Alaric from LB and TVD. Legally Blonde's become so iconic, did you expect it to continue its popularity for so long? Uh, definitely not. I don't think anyone had idea, any idea what it would go on to become. Uh, certainly not. But it's, it's been remarkable to see the impact that it's had. And you play both good and evil Alaric in Vampire Diaries. Um, what's more fun to play? Oh man, I think, I think being evil is more fun to play. Yeah, without a doubt. You, you know, there's no sort of moral resistance. You just let, let loose and have fun. And um, you've both played human and vampire on the show. Um, what sort of changes did you have to go from acting as a human to acting as a vampire? Well, I think, you know, Alaric as uh, a vampire was, it was fun to play. I, I definitely enjoyed playing the, the villainous side of it, but ultimately his spirit is human so when he was brought back to life uh, by Jody and sort of reclaimed his his human side I, I, I felt more comfortable being human and you have sorry you have lots of love interests um, throughout the show what sort of um, what was the best connection that you had between well I think my, my favorite love interest was with Jody in season six followed by Enzo in season seven. Uh, no, but season six was my favorite uh, romantic journey for, for Alaric. In fact, I, I feel kind of, I, I feel like after season six, after the wedding, the I, I think he just kind of died inside. I, I feel like his purpose after season six was lost. Um, so I think definitely Jody in season six was his, his apex. We thought we would finish uh, the semester off with a bit of a game. Uh, Jesse in here again to quiz our hosts. We've got Jess and Emma to verse off in five second rule. Are you ready, ladies? Yes, we are. Yes. All right. So you know you know the rules. Do we buzz? Feeling do good. We have a no. buzzer? So oh, be, Emma will do one. Yeah. Jess will do one. Okay. 
Jess, you go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm nervous. Name three pizza shops. Domino's, Cape Pizza Capers, and... Uh, 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 no! <laughs> It's different when you're on the spot, though. Yeah, because so you're like, Domino's Pizza Games. You it. don't get that. That's okay. Damn. Okay. Emma, mm-hmm. please name three internet websites Facebook, YouTube, Domino's.com. <laughs> <laughs> that is in the five seconds. Do we, do we <laughs> get that right? Yeah, she gets that. Yeah, I'll give it. Well done. Yay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Name three famous female singers who only go by one name. Shakira, Beyonce, Madonna. Well done. Very well done. Two seconds, guys. I was literally like, Taylor Swift. (laughs) I know, that literally was the first one that came to my head. I'm like, nope. (laughs) Well done, that was good. Okay. Uh Mm Emma? Please name three famous boy bands. One Direction. The Beatles. The Backstreet Boys. Nice, nice. The Beatles. No, oh, <laughs> well done. Like okay. the old classics in there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay, Jess. <laughs> Jess, name three red fruits. Apple, strawberry, cherry. Oh, four seconds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Emma. <laughs> Name three alcoholic cocktails. Uh, Long Island, Mojito, Sex on the Beach. Yeah! <laughs> can I say that? You're like, can I say <laughs> that? <laughs> no, yeah, you're in. Don't worry. Sex okay. is not a swear word, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jess. Name three reality television shows. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Um... Oh no, Family no, Feud isn't one. Oh, you're out! You're out. The Bachelor and the Bachelorette! Oh, I was talking about that! Oh my god! It's so hard when you're on, like, and when you think of one answer, you try to think of other yep. answers yeah. similar to yep. it. I was gonna say, like, Kim and Chloe take New York. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Life of Kylie and. Good. I could have. Oh well. Oh well. Okay. Emma. <laughs> Name three magazines uh, Style, Girlfriend, and Vogue. Oh! oh. oh. Is that three three seconds? Seconds? <laughs> Nice. Jess, name three Disney songs. Um, How Far I'll Go, I Can Show You the World, and A Whole Whole New World, ah! and Little Mermaid. No! No! Oh, I would have gotten none on that. I, like, I would have gotten You are getting the hardest so hard. questions. Come on, gonna... three websites. They're just, like... They're just in a list. I'm just going one down. Okay. <laughs> Bad luck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Emma, mm-hmm. name three things to do in the snow snowboard snow ski uh pee in the snow (laughs) (laughs) judge is she allowed pee in the snow (laughs) it's something you can't do i don't think she does you can pee anywhere really so it's not snow specific specific it's not snow specific I like it. I like it though. <laughs> I like where your brain lives, but <laughs> you don't get it. Snowboarding, just skiing. That's so funny. No, they kind of rhyme. Like they kind of went through. Oh my god, that's great. Okay, Jess. Name three cereals. Uh, Fruit Loops, Cocoa Pops, Crunchy Nut. Crunchy Nut. Yeah. I love wow. Crunchy Nut. I love Crunchy Nut. Two seconds. You that's guys so good. can tell I eat a lot of cereal. <laughs> that was good. Fruit Loops are good too. Yes. Very bad. A lot of sugars, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay, last one. And if we're a tie after this, then why not? Oh. <laughs> She's winning by like. Okay. Well then, uh, Emma, you're gonna win. Name three things that are yellow. Don't say P. <laughs> the sun <laughs> and flowers and. Um, Nat, you're out! The Simpsons, I like that one though. That was a good answer. That was a really good answer. I know. She probably spent half her time thinking about pee, like, don't say pee. What's going on with me? Do you need to pee at all? There's a toilet just out there. We have Jess on three, and the winner, Emma, on four. And you only have six each. Oh, so it's pretty bad. To be fair, your answers were a lot better quality than mine. <laughs> Yours are good though. I wish you got the Simpsons one. That one was funny. <laughs> so to finish off the season, guys, we're going to play a song from one of our good friends at Port Royal called Pinch Hit. Now, we're super proud of Port Royal because they're born and bred QUT. They've been travelling around Australia, uh, Sydney, Melbourne. So they're playing a couple of gigs soon. We'll throw up the details on our Facebook if you guys want any more information. Here's the song, guys. Thank you for a great season and see you next time. See you later. See you later.